1: Today, presenting another of the exciting adventures of Mr. and Mrs. North, and is our special singing guest of honor, Skinny Ennis. This is Ken Niles to welcome you once again to the Frontline Theater, brought to you men in the Armed Forces of the United Nations by the Special Service Division of the War Department. This is your theater, and every performance in it is presented especially for you, the men fighting with the United Nations on freedom's front lines. Our story today is called The Missing Sparkler, and it really sparkles. Mr. and Mrs. North seem to be favorites of yours, so we try to keep you posted on their doings. And you know by now that wherever they go, there's always plenty doing. Well, let's dim the house lights, raise the curtain, and get on with the show. Jerry's trip. He has taken his wife Pam along, and at the moment he's sitting in the club car aboard the train when Pam joins
2: him.
3: Hello, Lammy Pie.
2: What?
3: I said hello, Lammy Pie.
2: Lammy Pie, Pam, what's gotten into you?
3: Well, aren't you my Lammy Pie?
2: Heaven forbid.
3: And I'm not your Angel Face. Oh,
2: darling, why this coyness all of a sudden, Jerry? What?
3: Who is she?
2: Who is who?
3: Angel Face.
2: What? I don't know what you're talking about. Well,
3: that's what it said in the bracelet. And if I'm not Angel Face, who is?
2: What bracelet?
3: In our compartment. It's inscribed to Angel Face from Lammy Pie. Jerry, do you have a secret love affair that I'm just finding out about?
2: <laughs> if I do, I'm just finding out about it, too.
3: But who did you get the bracelet for, then? I thought it was for me. In fact, I'd be wearing it, only it doesn't go with this dress.
2: (laughs) I didn't get it for anybody. In fact, I never even saw it.
3: Then uh, how did it get in our compartment? I don't know. Jerry, it was lying on the table, and it said to Angel Face from Lanny Pie in it. And it was very pretty, and I thought it was
2: from... Well, you can come along with me, darling, and show it to me while I get cleaned up for dinner. Okay, darling, here we are. Now you can show me that mysterious bracelet. Oh,
3: yes. It's right here. Well, that's funny, Jerry. I thought I left it on the table.
2: Well, it's not there now.
3: No. Well, maybe the joggling of the train made it fall on the floor. I don't see it. Oh, uh, move that suitcase, will you, darling? It may have fallen behind there. Okay. See it? No, darn it. Where can it be?
2: Are you sure you didn't just dream the whole thing, darling?
3: No, Jerry, it was right there. It... Must be around here somewhere.
2: Oh, I don't think so, but if it is, we can find it later. Well, well, come on, Pam. Stop crawling around the floor and get ready, and we'll go have dinner.
3: You know, Jerry, it's fun eating on a train. You can have soup in Poughkeepsie, salad in Albany, dessert in Syracuse. Ah,
2: and indigestion in Buffalo. I think that I... Jerry. What's the matter?
3: There it is.
2: There what is?
3: The bracelet. That woman is wearing it. See That fat woman in the red dress and potato salad.
2: Huh? Oh, are you sure?
3: Positive. So you see, Jerry, I wasn't dreaming there is a bracelet.
2: Maybe, but I don't see how you can be so sure. After all, that's just an ordinary bracelet. I don't see how you can be sure it's the one.
3: All right, Mr. Smarty, I'll just show you. So, Pam, what are you going to do? Oh, uh... Excuse me, madam. Yes? I'd like to ask you a question. That bracelet that you're wearing, uh, did you lose it? Certainly not. If I had, I shouldn't be wearing it. No, no, I mean uh, before. Before what? Uh, Before you found it. Uh, That is, I mean, how did it get in our compartment? I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Well, it has an inscription in it, hasn't it? Uh, may I see it, please? I want to show it to my husband. Well, really. I told him it says to Angel Face from Lammy Pie, but I don't think he really believes me. Why, of all the the insolence. Oh, dear, I, I didn't mean to offend it you. I, I just said that I mean, I just wanted to show it to
2: oh, Pam, it, please. I hope you'll accept our apologies, madam. Now, come along, Pam.
3: All right, Jerry. I don't see why she had to get so huffy. All I said was I, I... heard
2: what you said, darling. Yeah. She probably thought you were accusing her of stealing the bracelet.
3: Oh, but that's not what I meant, Jerry.
2: Or she may simply have been embarrassed at the intimacy of the inscription. <laughs> but you know, if that really is the bracelet you're talking about, I found out something about Lammy Pie.
0: What's that?
2: She's very nearly blind. Imagine calling her Angel Face. <laughs> oh, uh, just dear. a second, Pam. I'll see what it is. <laughs> yes?
3: Oh, hello. You must be Mr. North. Yes. The conductor told me there was a Mr. and Mrs. North in his compartment. Are you the Mr. and Mrs. North? Oh, of course you must be. Well,
2: I, I don't know. Which North do you mean?
3: Why, the North. The famous detectives. I've read all about you. And you must help me. You simply must. Brad will be wild. Furious. Oh, he's a dear, but he does like to spank me when I've been naughty. Uh, may I come in? Why, uh... Oh, of course. Oh, thank you. You know, it was really awfully careless of me. I shouldn't have left it lying around. Brad always tells me to be more careful, but I just... Oh, Mrs. North, how pretty you are, my dear. Thank you. You will help me, won't you, Mr. North? Well,
2: I I don't know. What's happened?
3: Well, my diamond brooch. Someone's stolen it. Someone on this train, because I had it when we left New York. I just know that Brad is going to think Uh, Who?
2: Who is Brad?
3: Why, well, my husband, of course. Bradford Banning, the banker. Oh, dear me, did I forget to introduce myself. That was stupid of me, wasn't it? I'm Mrs. Banning. How do you How do? do, you do? You do? Oh, Mrs. Banning? Oh, he'll be wild. I know he will.
2: Did the brooch have some special sentimental value?
3: Oh, heavens no. Uh, financial value.
2: Oh, it's a very expensive piece, hmm?
3: Well, I really don't know. It, uh, more than we can afford, I'm afraid. Uh, certainly more than we can afford to lose.
2: Well, isn't your jewelry insured?
3: Oh, yes, of course, most of it. But uh, This was a new piece. I, I just bought it in New York. It, it's not on the list yet. But you said that you don't know how much it's worth. If you bought it, I should... Oh, heavens, I didn't ask the price. I simply told the man to charge it to Brad.
2: <laughs> I see. Well, perhaps we can find it for you, but I don't promise anything.
3: Oh, if you do, I'll be no end grateful. You have no idea how nasty Brad can be when he gets into a pet.
2: When did you last see your brooch?
3: Oh, about an hour ago, two hours. I, oh, I don't know. I, I had it and then, all of a sudden, I, I didn't.
2: Well, what did it look like?
3: Oh, you know, a clasp with oodles of diamonds on it.
2: Oh, and uh, what compartment are you in?
3: Oh, on this train, of course, in the next car back.
2: I see. All right, we'll do what we can, but I tell you again, I don't promise anything.
3: Oh, thank you so much. You're dears, really you are. Now, bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.
4: Oh, you. I
3: I forgot. Uh, Do be careful, won't you? I I should never forgive myself if something dreadful happened to you. I'd uh, I'd almost rather not find the brooch. Goodbye.
2: It's a wonder her husband lets her off the leash.
3: Almost. But uh, we are going to help her, aren't we, darling?
2: I don't know. She didn't give us much to go on.
3: Well, we ought to do what we can.
2: All right. Just what would you suggest as the first step?
3: I already took it. Hmm? Mm Mm-hmm. I rang for the porter.
2: Oh. I suppose you're going to ask him if there are any thieves on board.
3: No, I'm just going to ask him. Oh, I guess he's here. Open it, will you, darling?
5: All right, dear. You want something, sir? My wife
3: does. Oh, uh, Porter, have you seen anybody but Mr. North and me coming in or out of this compartment?
5: A lady just left, ma'am.
3: Yes, I know. Uh, Anyone else?
5: Uh, Yes, ma'am.
3: Good. Who?
5: A lady. About an hour ago. Uh,
3: The lady who just left? Uh,
5: No, ma'am. Another lady. Uh,
3: Would you recognize her if you saw her again?
5: Uh, Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I just saw her
2: going up fold. Probably to the club car.
3: Oh, good. Oh, Would you come along, then, please, and, and point her out to us? But, darling,
2: what's the difference who was in our compartment? We want to know who is in Mrs. Banning's compartment.
3: I'm willing to bet it's the same person, Jerry. Whoever took the bracelet took the brooch. Besides, we have to start somewhere, and and this is Rutherford B. Hayes, not Pocahontas.
2: This is
6: what?
3: Rutherford B. Hayes. Uh, that's the name of the Pullman, darling. Didn't you notice? The car in back is Pocahontas, and we'd have to get Pocahontas' porter to find out about Mrs. Banning's compartment. Uh, come on, Jerry. Let's first see who this
2: is. Well, here's the club car. Do
5: you see a porter? Uh, no, sir. Not till yet.
4: Oh,
3: there's Angel Face, Jerry. I'll bet she's it. Porter, uh, would you look over there near the bar? That woman with a red dress. Is. She the one?
5: What? uh, Oh, 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 no, ma'am, no, ma'am,
3: no, ma'am. Gollies, that's funny. I could have sworn it would be she, uh, her, she.
5: Oh, uh, there she is. She just turned around. Oh, which one? That uh, young lady in a green dress, uh, looking out of the window.
3: Oh, Oh, well, uh, thank you so much, Porter. Come on, Jerry. Okay. But, uh, Jerry, I think you'd better take over from here. I I don't know what to say. (laughs)
2: That usually doesn't stop you, darling. Oh, Jerry. Excuse me, miss. Yes? I'm Gerald North, and this is my wife. We'd like to talk to you for a few minutes, if you don't mind. What is it? Well, uh, some peculiar things have been happening.
0: Just how does that affect me?
2: Uh, I'll come to that. You see, a bracelet that neither my wife nor I recognized suddenly appeared in our compartment. A little later, it was gone.
0: I still don't see how that affects me.
2: Well, simply that... You were seen leaving our compartment.
0: Oh, no. That's impossible. Then you deny it? Of course I do. It's not true.
2: Well... Oh, I
0: don't see why you make an issue of it anyway, since you say the bracelet wasn't yours.
2: Well, we're not concerned about the bracelet, but a very valuable diamond brooch is <gasps> missing, and... Good heaven. What's the matter? Well,
0: my, um why? surely... Surely you don't think that... You don't think that I...
2: Oh, dear. We don't know what to think. We're trying to find out. Perhaps if you'd... Oh, just a minute. Where are you going?
6: Miss! <laughs>
3: Hmm? Why do we just sit here in our compartment? Why don't we do something?
2: What would you suggest?
3: We ought to make that woman give that brooch back. How? Well, uh, I don't know. Well,
2: the train doesn't make a stop for another hour, so she can't get away. In the meantime, we have to think of a way to... Now what? Oh, hello.
0: May we come in?
2: Well, you certainly may.
0: Thank you. Mr. Norris. Here's that brooch. Oh, well,
2: thank you. Uh, but I I don't understand, Miss... Uh... Harris.
0: Norma Harris. And this is my mother. How do you do? How it? do you do, Mrs. How Harris. do you do? Mr. Knowles, I hope you're not angry. Well,
2: I don't know yet. What's this all about?
0: Well, you see, Mother's... Well, she has a slight eccentricity. She, um... <laughs> I steal things. I just can't help it. I don't mean to, but, well, something happens. It's most distressing. Well, she's usually very good, but, well, every once in a while she she seems to lose control. And, well, then I have the awfulest time in trying to straighten things out. Poor Norma. She tries so hard to keep me out of trouble. And if she doesn't, she usually manages to return the things before they're missed. That's how the bracelet got in here. Mother forgot where she'd taken it from and... And thought it was here, so I returned it, and then when she remembered where she really got it, I I had to get it and give it to its proper owner, that stout lady in the red dress. Angel face, Jerry.
2: Oh, I see.
0: But now this brooch, I guess I'm too late. Apparently its owners discovered the loss because you knew about it.
2: Yes, she asked us to try to get it back.
0: Well, now that you've recovered it, could you return it and not say anything about where you got it? Please.
2: Well, I don't know. If Mrs. Banning wants to know... Mrs. Where...
0: Banning? Well, what's she got to do
3: with
2: this? Why, the brooch belongs to her.
3: Oh, no, that's impossible.
2: What do you mean? Do you know Mrs. Banning? Oh,
3: yes, very well. I didn't get the brooch from her. Are you sure, Mrs. Harris? Oh, yes, yes, indeedy. I didn't get that brooch from Mrs. Banning. I got it from a frizzly blonde lady.
4: <laughs> Mrs. Banning
3: is a redhead. Well... Something's wrong somewhere. Well, there
2: certainly is. I think we'd better find Mrs. Banning.
7: Well, Lily, this was a profitable trip.
0: Yes, that uh, Banning dame don't miss that boots before we hit the next town. Ah,
7: you're always worrying.
0: Well, no use being foolish.
7: Well, who's being foolish? There's nothing to worry about. We got the ice. As soon as the train stops, we hop off and we're in a clear. you
0: got to find somebody to buy it.
7: I'll take care of that. Stop worrying, will you? Now, come on. Let's have a look at it again.
0: No, I don't think we'd ought to take it out. Somebody might come in.
7: The door's locked, ain't it? Come on. I like to see it sparkle. Where'd you put it?
0: In my makeup box. Marty. Yeah, what's the matter? It's gone. It's what? Yeah, it was right in here. Oh, my... Marty, what's the matter with you? Why are you looking like that? When
7: I was out of here, you hit it. No. You're trying to double-cross me. No,
0: Marty. Oh, no. Honest. Let go, Marty. Let go,
4: please.
7: Where's the sparkler? I don't
4: know, Marty. Honest, I don't. Yeah. Marty, you're hurting me. Yeah, and I'll hurt
7: you some more if you don't tell me what you've done with that sparkler. Don't hit me,
4: Marty, please. I'm going to... Yeah. Marty, you're jumping me. Where is it? I... Marty, let go. Where is it?
6: I told you, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that must be it, that little old lady.
7: What little old lady? Well, let
6: go and I'll tell you.
7: Okay, now what's this about a little old lady?
0: She come in, she said she was long since she wanted to talk.
7: You let somebody in here while you had that sparkler?
0: A little old lady, Marty, a little white-haired old lady. Gee, who thinks she This would...
7: ain't no stall.
0: Honest, Marty, I hope I dropped dead on this spot if she didn't come in here and say she wanted to talk. I never thought a sweet little old lady like that would... Lily... Kind of...
7: You know
6: something?
7: What? There are thieves on this train.
6: Yeah. There must be. But I never thought... That of
7: little people. old lady's the front for them. Well, I'm the guy that swiped that sparkler first. By rights, it belongs to me. Yeah. Who does she think she is swiping my sparkler? Come on, little. Where are you going? To find her little old lady. Come on, I'll fix her wagon. No little old lady is playing me for no sucker.
1: one of today's mystery play, The Missing Sparkler, featuring Mr. and Mrs. North. Now for intermission time, and it's well time listening to your favorite singing star, Skinny Ennis. He sings the number for which he received most requests last week at the Hollywood Canteen. It's an oldie and a smoothie. He sings, I've got you under my skin. But there is of it...
6: I've got you
4: under
6: my skin I've got you deep in the heart of me so deep in my heart you're really a part of me
4: I've
6: got you under my skin
4: I've
6: tried so not to give in I said to myself as a fan never will go so well, but why should I try to resist when, darling, I know so well, I've got you under my skin, I'd sacrifice anything, come what might, for the sake of having you near. in spite of a warning voice that comes in the night, and repeats and repeats in my head, don't you know, little fool, you never can win
1: Thank you, Skinny Ennis. That was great. And we're certainly glad you could be with us today. Come back again soon. You're always welcome on Frontline Theater. And now, back to Mr. and Mrs. North and the adventure of the missing sparkler.
7: You don't see her yet, huh, Lily?
6: Not yet, Marty.
1: You know,
7: I ain't so sure there is no little old lady. I think maybe you handed me a line.
6: No, here. Marty.
3: I'm... Wait a
7: minute. Huh? There she is. Where?
3: Coming out of that compartment at the end of the car.
7: Come on.
0: Be careful, she's got some people with
3: her. Oh, right,
7: a whole gang, huh? Well, I can handle them. Hey, you. Where do you think you're going? Who, me? Yeah, you. What is this? This, mister, is a gun, and I'm going to use it unless you get back into that compartment, all of you. But I... I we... said get back in well, there.
3: We'd better do what he tells us, Jerry.
7: Yeah, I guess so. Good. Come on, Lily.
3: Okay.
2: Now, will you please tell us what you want? The sparkler. The witch. You heard me hand it over. I don't know what you're talking about.
7: Lily, you sure this is the little old lady? Positive. Then somebody in here's got the sparkler. Come on, I'll hand it over. I tell you, we don't have anything. Okay, then I'll have to search you. Well, go ahead, search. I'll search you, and Lily will search the women. Nobody's muscling in on Mighty
4: Rich.
2: Well, are you satisfied? You've searched us all and the compartment, and you even had your lady friend search Miss Harris's compartment. I don't understand it. Unless. Hey,
7: Lily, I want to have a talk with you. Marty,
0: honest. This is the little old lady. Then
7: where is the sparkle? I
0: don't know. You
7: don't know. Come on.
0: Marty, honest,
3: Are Marty. Are you
7: coming or do I have to drag you?
3: Oh, come, Marty.
7: You better. Not so long, folks. I'm
3: sorry we disturbed you. Dolly, that's awful. Jerry, where's the brooch? Why didn't they find it? You had it. I hid it. But where? They searched everywhere. Oh, no.
2: There was one place I knew they wouldn't search. Where? Themselves. What? Mm Mm-hmm. I dropped the brooch in that fellow's pocket.
3: Oh! Oh, Jerry, that's wonderful. Oh, but Jerry, that means he has the brooch.
2: Yeah, but he doesn't know it. As soon as we come to the next stop, we'll send for the police. They'll arrest him and find the brooch on him.
0: Unless he finds it first and hides it. Or perhaps he'll get off the train and get away before the police arrive.
2: That's the chance we'll have to take.
0: Oh, no, Jerry. We've got to get that brooch
3: back. But, Pamela... There must be some way, darling.
2: We're coming into a station.
3: Yes. Oh, Jerry,
0: suppose those crooks get off and get away.
2: They won't. I asked the conductor, and he says they have tickets right through.
0: And as long as they think that brooch is on the train, they'll stay.
2: That's right, Miss Harris.
0: I'm ever so sorry I
3: caused all this trouble.
2: Well, we'll soon have it all straightened out. The train's stopping now, so I'll hop off and call the police. The conductor has promised to hold the train until they come.
0: Good. We'll wait here, darling. Okay. It was awfully clever of your husband, putting the brooch in that man's pocket. Yes, he's awfully clever.
3: But I'd feel a lot
0: better if we could get it back.
3: All that fellow has to do is put his hand in his jacket pocket and... And the game's up. Oh, if only we could do something. Perhaps I could steal it back from him.
0: Now, Mother, you've done enough stealing for today.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It would be fun.
0: Oh, look. There they are. The crooks? Yes. They just got off the train. Oh, golly, they're getting away. No. No, they're not. They're just walking along the platform to get some exercise. Oh, look at that poor girl. She's all bruised. You must have beat her up. How awful.
3: Miss Harris... Do you see what I see? What?
4: Why, of course. He's in his shirt
3: sleeves. Yes. That means his jacket is probably in his compartment. What luck. You wait here, Mrs. Harris. I'll be right back.
4: Oh, dear,
3: they would have a dog. A uh, night boy. Uh, let me in. That's a good doggy.
4: Oh, now you chase
3: me out again. Uh, Please be nice. I'm not going to take anything that belongs to your master. Just an old brooch, and it isn't his. Uh, Please let me in. A nice doggy. Nice little doggy. That's better. Nice doggy. Now, I'll just take a step. uh, See? I didn't hurt anything. And now another. Oh, my goodness.
7: What's the matter, lady? Don't Fifi like you?
3: Oh, Gollies,
7: you... Us? Lily, it looks like we got a visitor. Yeah. And that gives me an idea that I owe you an apology, Lily. I think this dame must know something or she wouldn't be coming here.
3: Oh, no. No, I don't really.
7: Yeah? Well, come on in and we'll talk it over.
3: No, please, I... Get in there.
7: All right, Fifi, down. Down, Fifi. Okay, miss, go on in. That's right. Now, you and us is going to have a talk. Where's that sparkler?
3: I don't
7: know. No? Take a good look at Lily. See what i done to her face just in a kind of she didn't know? Now, where is it?
3: I don't know. I
7: warned you. You're
4: hurting my arm. That ain't all I'm
7: going to hurt. Where is it? You're going to talk. I can keep this up longer than you can, oh. lady. Oh,
3: stop. I... I'll tell you. It... It's in your jacket. My jacket? Yes.
7: Who's there?
5: Police, open up. Police? Yeah. Come on, open up. I tell you, Mr. North, we searched them both in their whole compartment, but there's no brooch. But they had it, I tell you.
3: I told them where it was. Well,
5: they don't have it, so there's nothing I can do. I've held this train long enough.
3: Well, can't you take them off for questioning? I
5: have questioned them. They say they never saw the brooch. They say you're crazy. They say Mrs. Banning is crazy. And I'm beginning to think maybe they're right. Now let me out of here before I decide to take you off for questioning.
3: Oh, dear, Brad's going to be simply wild. I don't know how to tell him. Oh. Oh, of course, how silly of me. It's going to be all right after
4: all. How so? Oh, my
3: dear Mrs. North, don't you see? I didn't pay for the brooch yet. <laughs>
2: Well, Pam, here we are. There's a taxi over there. You know, I still can't figure where those crooks could have hidden that brooch. The police searched everywhere. Yes.
3: Look, Jerry, there they are getting off the train. And I just know they have the brooch with them. There's nothing we can do. Oh, gollies. What is it, Pam? I just thought of something. Something. Oh, Jerry, maybe I can make up for that foolish thing I did. If I can only find one before they get away.
2: Find one what? What are you looking for? A
3: cat, Jerry. A cat? Yes. Oh, dear, where can we find one? Well, there's one. Where? Well,
2: down there at the end of the platform, lying in those trunks.
3: Oh, yes, Jerry, how wonderful. Come on.
2: I hope you know what you're doing, darling.
3: Hello, Kitty. Here, Kitty, Kitty, Kitty. No, no, Kitty, don't jump down. Come here, Kitty. Come on. I won't hurt you, old fella. Now, now just let me pick you up. Hmm. Jerry, I've got him. So I see. Come on. Nice kitty. Nice old fella. Don't
2: become too attached to him, darling.
3: All right, darling. Where's that taxi? They haven't gone, have they?
2: No, there they are. They're just getting in.
3: Good. Come on. Oh, hey. Hey, uh, just a minute.
7: Oh, it's you again.
3: Yes, uh, just a minute. We haven't got a
7: minute. Okay, driver.
3: Jerry, don't let him close that door. All
4: right, but what are you doing?
3: Just this. Hey, you put the cat in the taxi. Yes. Oh, there goes Kitty.
4: Yes, and there goes
3: Fifi after him. Come on, Jerry. Where did they go? Around the
2: corner of that building. Oh,
3: golly, Jerry, I hope they stop somewhere.
2: There they are. Kitty's up the telephone pole. Yes. And Fifi's dancing around below
4: it.
3: Hello, Fifi. Oh, Fifi, stop. You can't get up that
4: pole. Oh, what are you doing to
3: her? Look out, she'll bite you. No, she won't. There it is. Look, Jerry. The brooch? Yes. The police searched the compartment and the two crooks, but it never occurred to them to search Fifi. It was fastened inside her collar. It was the only place left. Oh, look. Here comes our boyfriend. Hey,
7: okay, you let's have that. You thought you was clever, huh? But I'm taking that sparkler. Come on, hand it over.
3: Oh, dear. All this work for nothing. Yeah, looks like it. Well,
7: hurry up. Hand it over or I'll count. You'll what? Out! Holy smoke, what'd I do with it? Where is my... Oh, no,
3: everyone. Is this what you were looking for, sir? My gun. Yes, I took it. What's that
0: naughty of me? Here, Mrs. Harris, I'll take that. All right, Mr. North. Here you are. Thank you. Mother, (laughs) thank heavens I found you. Oh, Mr. North, she's been stealing things again. I just don't know what to do with her.
2: Well, if I were you, I'd buy her a nice expensive present and charge it to Bradford Banning.
1: Men, the curtain has dropped on today's frontline theater play, The Missing Sparkler, featuring Mr. and Mrs. North. We hope you liked it. But there are more plays coming, more comedies, mysteries, and dramas, and some of the biggest Hollywood stars to appear in them. So keep on listening, won't you? Frontline Theater play was presented especially for you men in the armed forces of the United Nations by the Special Service Division of the War Department of the United States of America.